good Friday morning, Mike Broomhead. Happy Friday, Jamie. I've been waiting to hear you say that all week. Me too. <laughs> Hope you have a good weekend. You too. Uh, happy Friday, everyone. Obviously, so much to talk about. We are going to start where you'd expect we'd start. We are going to start with the indictment of former President Trump. But I've got a whole, I think I may have a different opinion than many people do on this. You're going to hear from some of the players, including Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen. We're going to talk about the, pre- the former president's response. We'll talk about the media's response, what we know about these indictments, although they haven't been released. But I want to start with the overall impression here. And I've been playing the uh, political ping pong like everybody else does in your head. On one side of this, um, does this show a complete weaponization of the legal system against political enemies? If that's true, we are becoming a banana republic and there's a large segment of our society that's playing along with it because they happen to hate Trump and agree that he is a bad person. On the other side of this, you have people justifiably saying, well, hang on a minute. You're defending a guy that we now know made a payoff to a porn star. He says he didn't do anything wrong. It was just to shut her up. But I don't care how much money you have, a hundred and something thousand dollars to someone to not say something that you say isn't true sounds a little weird to me. And people on the right side of the aisle that claim to be the moral authority, how do you defend the actions when something like this happens? So I've been playing that whole political ping pong in my head as well. Same thing. I I see valid points on both sides of that conversation. In the end, does it rise to the level of criminality? Does the American justice system need this? Is this something that should be pushed uh, forward? That's another question. How about this? Right now, what we are paying attention to, and just for the sake of, of the mental picture, here's what we are we are focusing on right now. MSNBC and Fox News. MSNBC on one side, Fox News on the other. Celebrating, it's about time. This is the worst thing that's ever happened in our justice system when we're a banana republic and the whole world's going to hell. That's the game we're playing right now. What about, what about the people, and this is my bigger concern, what about the people in America that do not get engaged in the political system on any level because of this? Because there are plenty of people that are saying, yeah, you know what? We shouldn't be prosecuting political enemies. And I don't know that I want a guy being president that's paying for abortions and paying off porn stars. But I'll tell you this. It's all ugly. And I'm not getting involved. There's an old saying that says when you wear white gloves and you pick up mud, the mud doesn't get glovey. And the idea here is people don't want to get dirty. People feel dirty in the political system. And the closer they get to it, the uglier it gets. So you either have to get ugly in it and be ugly to win, or you keep your hands clean and you stay out of it. And there's a big chunk of the American public. As Americans, we say our right to vote, I would say a duty to vote, is one of the most is the most sacred thing, the cornerstone of our government that the world has seen. We choose our leadership. Our constitution doesn't tell the people what they're entitled to. It limits the power of the government. That's the beauty of that document. It limits, it expressly limits the powers of the federal government, saying that any power that's not expressly given to the federal government in this document is assumed to be the power of the states and that document in its brilliance gives more power to the people. So why is it that we watched years ago as the Iraqi people fought for their chance to vote in the purple finger and everything else and walking miles in order to cast their vote for their government and other nations hold the vote so sacred? Why do Americans seem to be apathetic to the idea of voting? Well, the problem is what we're seeing. 
Is it possible that what we're seeing is what drives the general public away from the political machine? That there are people out there saying right now, this is typical. You know, Donald Trump is Bill Clinton, is John F. Kennedy, is anybody else, and they're all dirty in some way, and they're misappropriating money. And so we found out about this. There's a reason why this isn't a big deal, because people know that this is not an isolated incident. When when Richard Nixon resigned in the... Early 1970s, when Richard Nixon resigned his office, um, I was a very little boy when all of that was going on. And so I don't remember it other than from a very young child's, um, uh, a very young child's perspective of how boring it was watching it on TV. But it was a major news story. The president of the United States was being called a crook. He said, I am not a crook. But in the end, he said, for the good of the country moving forward, I'm resigning the presidency. He got on a helicopter and he left. It was huge news. It was my whole childhood. People still talked about that. The idea now of the misappropriation of funds or payoff dollars from a billionaire, it isn't that big of a deal. Is that more of the issue? People don't want to get involved. You've got to put to give somebody your vote is giving somebody your endorsement. There are people out there, reasonable people that are listening right now or maybe not listening right now, but listen to talk radio and listen to the news and they want to be informed and they're informed people with informed opinions that want nothing to do with this process because of exactly what's going on here. Is this an abuse of the legal system? Yes. Is this a bad thing for any human being to do to cheat on their wife and then pay off a porn star? Absolutely. Yes. Are they all dirty? Absolutely. This is ugly and I want no part of it. I'm going to go home. I'm going to hug my kids. I'm going to take them to Little League and you guys fight it out. And that's the that's the I wonder how much that's happening right now. You know, all evening long and all morning long, I've been wrestling with, all right, I see this point. You know what? I see this. I understand this point here. How do I decipher this? What's the right thing to say about this? What's the right thing to say about that? But in the end, who are we leaving out of the conversation? The very people that we all wish would get back involved in the process, and we drive them away at every turn. There's a reason why good people with strong, informed opinions don't engage in the process. They're not lazy. They just don't want to be dirty. They don't want to get sullied by the process. You know, we all get disappointed when you um, you go to a church for a long period of time and then you find out the pastor has done some horrible things. Depending on how much faith and how much of your um, religious beliefs are centered around that particular person tells you how much you need to know. There are some places where you go, you know what, a, a pastor is no different than any other human being and they're fallible and when they fall down, they have to pay the price, but it doesn't change my my faith. It doesn't change what I believe or how I believe. For other people, it, it rocks them to the core because of their connection to God because of a mediator in a, in a pastor. Well, there are people out there right now that are making decisions and saying, I don't want to be involved in this process. The whole thing is ugly. The whole thing is dirty. And this is living proof of it. Both sides of this are acting like idiots. Here's the other part of this. Now what is happening is the door is open because there are still real questions about the Hunter Biden laptop, about the relationship of the Biden administration 
when he was vice president of the United States or before that and dealings with China through his son and who is 10 percent for the big guy. You don't think that right now this weaponization mentality of some on the right, they are not sharpening their spears. So if the Republicans take the White House and the Senate and they hold on to the House, that you are not going to see a complete reversal of this where you are going to see people around this country saying, well, you know what? Turnabout is fair play. We think that Hunter Biden needs to go to prison. We think that Joe Biden needs to be indicted because we believe his business dealings and using his office were definitely what he was doing. And now we are going to sharpen our spears because as soon as the Republicans get power, we're going to go in the other direction. And every one of you Democrats that's dirty better watch out. Every Democrat out there of, of any stature, whether it's Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or any of those people, you better watch out because if we find out you made a mistake on and I'm not saying what Trump did was a mistake and not intentional, but if you made a mistake in your words on your paperwork, we're going to get you. We are going to arrest you. We're going to indict you. We're going to perp walk you. And whether or not you get convicted is inconsequential. We're coming after you. Is that the kind of country we want? Do we want both sides of the political aisle when they're in power taking shots at the other side legally? Is this opening the door for that? But there's a whole large group of Americans that just sit back and say, this is your problem. I want nothing at all to do with this. This is an ugly system that I have to happen to live in. I want to pay my taxes. I want the IRS to stay away from me. I'm going to keep my nose down, my, my head down, my nose to the grindstone or shoulder to the grindstone, and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to work my life. I'm going to raise my kids, and I'm going to retire someday, and I'm not getting involved in your game because you're all ugly. And I think there are a huge number of people out there that feel that way. I think there is a large segment of our society that are talking to each other today and saying, this is exactly why I don't get involved. Those conversations, um, and my family had them when I was younger. We had Republicans in our family. We had Democrats in our family. And they didn't fight and bicker like scream at each other, but they had political conversations. And then we had the people in our family that said, they're all crooks. Those were their exact words. They're all crooks. They may not be crooks when they get there, but the system makes them crooks. And in the end, I don't want anything to do with any of them because they're all crooks. And I'm concerned today. I'm wondering today how much of our society is going to wash their hands of the process because of what's been going on. We are not done with this by any stretch of the imagination. There is so much for you to hear. Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen. We're going to hear about what the GOP response is, what the former president had to say. So, of course, this is going to come up more on the show. And in a moment, we're going to talk about the White House press secretary and the comments she made about the trans community and how it's outraging people. We'll get to it coming up here in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. Appreciate you spending some time. Happy Friday. I uh, want to talk about what is happening with the national shooting. Um, I am I am not surprised, but it is it is where we are as a country. We are having a conversation about the identity, and I'm not talking about who the shooter is. We're talking about what gender the shooter is. Woman, 
identifies as a man. Everybody said she and everything to begin with. Then it came out that she had some kind of a grudge possibly against this school. Could it have to do with the fact that she's trans and this is a Christian school? Nobody knows. But isn't it amazing that three nine-year-olds were murdered, three adults were murdered, and this person was actively shooting at police cars when she was killed by the police. And we're arguing about the transgender community being the victims here. I want you to hear Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, talking about transgender rights. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful. It is disturbing. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, the the trans community as they are under attack right now. But okay, Um, I just think the timing is horrible. I don't care. I want you to hear what they're uh, part of this, because this is an ABC News report saying that the transgender community are being scapegoated. In the wake of the shooting, several conservative political figures have linked the role of the shooter's transgender identity to the shooting. Police say the motive for the shooting remains unclear. Now groups calling for gun control and LGBTQ activists say the transgender community is being used as a scapegoat and they argue the real issue is access to guns. They point to studies that transgender and non-binary people are more likely to be victims of violence than perpetrators of it. Oh, Here we are. Here we are. Uh, Funerals haven't even happened yet, and we are no longer talking about the victims. So let's let me go. Let me go down the scapegoating road. Um, What was said in the wake of George Floyd's murder? And I do believe it was a murder. Um, Cops. White cops. Was it the fact that they were cops that this happened? Possibly big part of the story. Did it matter? They were white in the minds of some. But what about the fact that there have been instances now where police have been way too aggressive with people and they were all black cops and they were black suspects? The fact of the matter is, if you're going to call these people scapegoats, you've got to call everybody that's been involved in these kind of shootings of of, uh, when cops are accused of wrongdoing. It's all cops. I've been screaming this from the mountaintops since it started happening. I don't know a cop that doesn't acknowledge. As a matter of fact, we had Daryl Crippling on yesterday. Daryl Crippling is the chair, is the president of the Phoenix Law Enforcement Association. The Phoenix Law Enforcement Association is the largest union that represents rank-and-file Phoenix cops. There's the Chandler Law Enforcement Association known as CLEE. There's Glee in Glendale. Um, But this is uh, something – uh, he even acknowledged, just listen a little bit what Daryl Cripley said about cops. There are some bad apples in our profession, and we do our best to weed them out as quickly as we can. So there's an acknowledgement from somebody in policing that there are bad cops. But he's defending the fact that just because they're cops doesn't make them bad. So here's the transgender community days after this murder happens. And what are we listening to? Anybody listen to the cops when they said, hey, it's not all cops. There was an entire movement in this country that we needed to fund the police. We need to get rid of police departments. We need to start over. There were cities that were voting to get rid of their police departments and start over. There is a proposed alternate budget in the city of Phoenix that would dramatically defund the police department and reroute that money into other programs. 
Isn't that the same thing? When one cop or a couple of cops do something wrong and the entire industry pays for it, how is that different than what's happening here? But people are bending over backwards to say they're being scapegoated. Transgender people are far more likely to be victims of crime than they are to perpetrate crimes. Well, I could say the exact same thing for cops, and it's statistically absolutely true. But did the media or anybody run to the side of cops and say – Cops normally are good people. 99% of them are great people. It happens to be that bad cops do bad things and they should be punished. Instead, now what we have is someone that is transgender, and it looks like that being transgender may have paid a key, uh, played a key role in this. The White House press secretary is talking about transgender rights are under assault, and we feel horrible for them. And And you've got the media saying transgender organizations are saying most of us are good people and we're more likely to be victims of crimes. Well, so is the Phoenix Police Department. The Phoenix Police Department is a lot more likely to be victims of crime than they are to be perpetrators of crime. But when did you ever hear that linked to a story about a cop that did the wrong thing? It's the exact same principle and it's 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 infuriating. These kids are not even buried yet. I, you don't hear their names. We're not hearing from their families. No one's talking about this. What if one of the parents comes out and says, we got to do something? up Now, I'm talking about the parent of a child that was killed. What if one of those parents comes out and says, we have to do something about this transgender stuff. This is a horrible thing. This has to end. These people, they're going to be seen as a bigot. But when a cop commits a killing and a parent comes out and says, and I'm talking about a bad cop, we need to do something about policing. We need to defund the police. Everybody stands up and said she has a right to say that. What's right for one is right for the other. If if transgender people are now being labeled inappropriately, so are cops. Because statistically, it's exactly the same. The vast majority of police officers are excellent people that do a job to protect people's rights, not take them. Just like you don't see transgender people murdering people in the streets like this. Was this an anomaly? Yes, it was an anomaly. So I just think that uh, I just watching the White House do backbends over this is, is just a sight to see. Gatos joins me in a moment. It's the big Q poll question of the day. We're going to get to it momentarily. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Well, good morning, Gatos. Ah, good morning, Mike. How's it going? Good. What are you going to talk about today? Gosh, I, I, I am. I am looking forward to the day where I don't have to talk about Donald Trump. I'm also looking forward to the day I don't have to talk about Joe Biden. These two guys, my goodness. And I know that today is not really about Biden. It's more about Trump and all that kind of stuff. But the drama, man. I mean, just the drama, the old age. Uh, These two might actually be our only two choices coming up in a year or so, which just is going to infuriate me. Because my guy is Chris Christie. That's who I want to see in the White House. I want to see Chris Christie. Yeah. I want to see Chris Christie in the White House. But the Trump stuff, and I told you, man, I wasn't one of these never Trumpers, you know, in uh, 2015. I gave him a good shot. I, I just think he's, uh, is this too much, is too much but good you, drama surrounding you, him? You kind of morphed into a never Trumper. 
No, I morphed into uh, someone who said he should never go near the White House after January 6th because <laughs> he incited a riot. That was, and you okay. and I sat on the air during yes. that during that day, okay. and I'm like, okay, like you know, if you're going to tell everybody the election's rigged and it's not, you know, you've heard our you, you've heard our country. So uh, I think yeah, after after the I was uh, I was robbed, it was rigged, and then I think after hey, go in and and let's you know let's let's go to the Capitol. Yeah, then I was a never guy for, okay. for him, but. But I think it's fair to say that, you know, before that, I, I tried to give him a shot. Do you but. think do you think that and I do and I talked to Sharp about it this morning, that this is going to at least in the beginning is going to be good for Trump. It is galvanizing his base and he's going to raise huge dollars from this. Yeah. And I think that people are going to probably, you know, on the other side, they're going to give Joe Biden a bunch of dollars because they think Trump is getting a bunch of dollars. Um so maybe a little bit at the start, but I, I I just don't think this guy should be anywhere near the White House. I think if he wins the White House, he's going to do he's going to take four years and he's just going to take it out on people he thinks screwed him and he's not going to help the country. Um, I just think he's a disaster, and I think the guy in the White House right now is a disaster. We got to get we got to get some new blood going. And I, so so the, let me before you give the question, let me I I just laid out this case. I think that all of this kind of hurts what you just said, and I agree with you. We don't agree all the time, but I agree with you. We need new blood, but I think okay. this keeps people away from the process because they, it's ugly and it's dirty, and they don't want to be involved in ugly and dirty. So people just run from the process because they don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, I I think that's part of it, too. And I think this is a flimsy lawsuit. I mean, I really do. I Mm -hmm. I think there's other things you can go after Donald Trump on. And this, you know, hush money for porn porn stars, not, you know, it's he's icky. That's what What? this is. He's gross. It's not. But it's not illegal. So what do you got for a question? Well, I just said, what do you think? Basically, what do you think? Uh, A, this is a witch hunt. B, uh, this will help him win the presidency. C, too much baggage to ever be president again. D, he finally won the popular vote with a grand jury. Excellent question. I'll be listening. It was funny. I got I some driving. Laugh out of you. It was, no, it was good. I, I think you. you're right. No, you're was, right. I'm going to rewrite it. I'm rewriting it. I'll <laughs> see. I got to rewrite this. Thanks, Kato's. Have a good weekend. That's Gatos and the Big Q poll question today brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Weigh in at KTAR.com and see how others voted as well. Coming up just after 9 o'clock, we are going to go back to this topic about the indictment of the former president. We'll get to it coming up in just moments.